Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of A Perfectly Good Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that discusses every John Hyatt song from A to Z. I am one of your hosts, Jesse Jackson, and joining me as always in the back of a pickup truck is my good friend, (laughs) Sylvan. Hello, everybody. So excited to continue this journey all the way, A to Z. Yes, indeed. Uh, We have right away... Uh, I think a little controversy. We are talking a John Hyatt song that John Hyatt doesn't sing lead on. That is correct. Yes. Yeah, so tell us what song we're talking about today. Tonight or today, we are going to be talking about the action from Little Village, which was released in 1992. It is track two, and it was produced by the members of Little Village, who, for those who aren't familiar, was a very short-lived, sadly, supergroup of John Hyatt, who most often sang uh, lead vocals, Ry Cooter, Nick Lowe, and Jump Keltner. And this song in particular, uh, Ry Cooter sings the main vocals. And um, let, let's dive into it. Yeah, what are your uh, impressions of it, Jesse? So um, I like this one a lot. I think it's a little bit different. Um, I I listened to it multiple times uh, from the studio version and uh, on YouTube. There's a there was a slot available of them doing this on Farmade back when oh, uh, when it, yeah when it was here at Texas uh, at Texas Stadium, uh, and uh, so we got to watch them do it live. Um, and I think this is a fun little song. Uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was really you know this was a kind of nice uh, to do so. Um, was I have not spent a lot of time with Little Village. Uh, so this was kind of a nice refresher. Um, why don't you tell the audience, just in case they aren't aware, kind of the background a little bit on uh, this uh, super group. Super group. So uh, they first got together on John's Bring the Family, which as most people who are listening to this podcast will know was kind of John's breakthrough, that he got a much larger a commercial following than he ever had before. It was critically lauded. It's still, I think if you talk to people about John Hyatt, they're going to be familiar with songs on that. Have a little faith in me thing called love are both uh, bullets from bring the family. And um, John recorded that album when he was once again, dropped from a record label and a producer who had a heart of gold said, okay, tell me, your ultimate band, who would you like to put together? And John said, I'd love Ry Cruder as my guitarist because uh, John had played on Rise albums before. They had toured together. Um, if you've heard Lipstick Sunset, you know what an incredible slide guitarist Ry Cruder is. He mentioned Jim Keltner, who was a studio drummer and has played on a million things. And then John kind of told it, on a whim, he said, oh, yeah, Nick Lowe would be great on bass, not thinking that they'd actually get those four people in the same room. And it took some wrangling for Bring the Family, and it took more wrangling for Little Village. But uh, 
they got together and it was a certain special kind of magic that first time that they recorded bring the family in four days so little village was an album that they said okay well what if we gave ourselves more time than four days and what if we said this isn't a john hyatt album this is something completely different and dot 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 um the the reviews were certainly mixed at the time and i guess we can say that since there was only one album that does tell us a little bit about how successful it was. They weren't able to uh, keep it going. It didn't even quite uh, match the kind of commercial success of Traveling Wilburys or things like that, that people kind of think of Little Village as its own thing, as opposed to, oh, that project that they had for a while. And go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and and after some space, um, do you feel differently about it? How do you think the album has aged? You know, when it came out, of course, when it came out, I was really just getting into my rabid fanaticism for John Hyatt. Um, and I could take absolutely zero criticism for John or anything he did. So I absolutely thought this was a fantastic album. As I look at it now, um, it's a good album but that's exactly it. And you said, it's a nice little song. It's a good song. Yeah, absolutely. And if we were judging that on any other musician, then it would be great. This is a good song, but a good song amongst John Hyatt's catalog is kind of like, a. yeah, I, I think that's true. So let's get into it. We do have Ry Cooter doing lead. And just our theory is anything that um, John Hyatt was officially released and as he was since did lead on most of these songs, we're going to include that on this list. Um, you know, I, I think it starts array right away with a little blues, a little bit of funkiness. You know, there's a jump, a little place I go call the action. You know, they're they're talking about from my perspective, we're, we're going to a place we're going to have fun. This is a place where similar this is a bar this is a dance club this is a place where we're going to go and enjoy music and do all the fun things that people do when they're listening to music um and i like it right from the beginning i think it is it's not my normal standard of what i like in john hyatt i like a little bit more of you know, sometimes the tenderness or sometimes the more story songs, but this is just a fun little, let's talk about, you know, going and enjoying music. How about you? Yes. And uh, I think you made a lot of excellent points there. It, it is a song that is set in a place and it is a song that mentions dancing, which um, not a lot of John Hyatt songs do, you know, there's talk of the alligator I forget all the names of the dances. Um, Mike Elliott pointed out that it kind of takes a little bit from Land of a Thousand Dances. And um, I was thinking as I was listening to it, uh, probably just thinking about the confluence of this podcast and Set Lusting Bruce, that yeah. it reminds me quite a bit of uh, Meet Me at Mary's Place. You know, there's that kind of the neighborhood bar, the place that everyone knows your name, the, the, the warm and fuzzy, but um, it, you know, it's a little bit manufactured in both cases, I would think. Um, 
So I love the fact because I stopped myself from saying it reminds me of Mary's place because like, okay, Jesse, let's try. So <laughs> now I love you so much for bringing that up. It wasn't just you. Yeah, but it is right. And, and, you know, I, I'm also thinking of that um, when, you know, um, sweet soul music and you know when they mm -hmm. start they start name checking the bands and yeah it says they're doing the pony watch them do the jerk then they get down on the floor and they go to work sisters doing the alligator up on the tabletop lots of farsa racket don't never stop um it's it is um you know, in a lot of ways, a very meta song, right? We are talking yes. about the actual, you know, music and doing this. We're going to have us a party, like go back to Sam Cooke. We're going to have a party, you know? And so the question is, do you think it works? Yes, but I don't think it works to the uh, level that those other songs do. You know, I, yeah you know, part of it is the time that it was released. This is a 90s song and they're kind of throwing back to that 1960s feel and mentioning dances that most people were not doing in 1992. Yeah. Um, but um, it's, it's a listenable song. It's a fun song. It's a great song for uh, house cleaning. I'll definitely give it that. But it's not a song that like, when you turn on the radio and you're transported the way that Rod Stewart transports you into that particular time of listening to Motown records floating down from the, you know, tenements and so forth. Um, and I don't know why exactly, um, except, you know, maybe it's, I have just read way too many uh, critiques and both rock critics and members of the band who said, you know, we were just trying so hard and we were trying to compromise so much that it, it does a little bit sound like a compromise or like a design by committee kind of song. Yeah. And cause you know, I'm, as we're talking about this, right. You're thinking of like cool in the gang celebrate, you know, they're yeah, yeah. going on down here and it says that right there. Uh, it's just a mile or so down the street. There's a park going on in there down a lot of funky stairs and everything will be rare till the break of dawn right, right. and so uh, and it's a pretty slow groove to make that claim that we're going to yes. be going to the break of gunshot but well and and also you often writers will talk about when you're writing a movie or a tv script show don't tell mm -hmm. so i think a fair criticism like you should feel don't tell the mm -hmm. the music should make you um for example when mary's place is one of my favorite songs and and i picture you know their their my grandparents had a dairy farm and in the fall we would be on the front porch shelling peas or you know doing this and and the adults would all be you know, laughing and telling stories and, and, and sharing, you know, making each other laugh. And us, us kids, you know, would just be sitting there, you know, trying to keep up with our uncles and aunts that, you know, just can shell peas away. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and it is a feeling it's a, it's a, I picture that in my, you know, mind. 
And, you know, and he, like he says, you know, familiar faces around me, laughter fills the air, you know, furniture's out on the front porch, music's up loud. And so he paints that picture. I don't know if the band paints that picture on this one. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. There anything else to say yeah i know this will be a short one yeah no i i think and and i do think they i i wish the guys would get back together because mm -hmm. i do think and and you know because i was reading they're like yeah we just had too much time or just it somehow you know they couldn't uh grasp lightning in a bottle again mm -hmm. um so um, I do think it's worth looking up to uh, do a Google search and find it. It's live on uh, Farm Aid. The guys seem to be having a blast performing the song. They seem to be enjoying themselves and performing together. But yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, so it was interesting in preparation for the podcast. I uh, read the notes in Mike Elliott's book, which I'm sure we're going to be referring to over yes. and over again. And he, uh, I, I don't have the quote verbatim, but he kind of was saying that, um, the live versions were even more of a letdown, which was the opposite of everything that I have heard for myself and also what I've read in reviews. Um, yeah. I was constantly tormented by my mom telling me about how great the show was in Boston when she saw uh, Little Village. And I'm pretty sure that was actually their last show. Mm. So even more twisting of the knife. And I printed a review from the Boston Globe in, I think it was my third issue of the fanzine. And it was just rave exactly what we were talking about that this song tries to capture that feeling of like, this is special. There is a magic in a, the place and the music that everyone is going to be swept up by. That was how the review described the concert. Um, so I don't know if maybe we're just missing something if we only talk about the studio version. So I'm really glad that you uh, found that and can direct people to listen yeah. to both and see, you know, did the band just need a little bit of time to get comfortable with themselves and play with the songs rather than take themselves a little too seriously in the studio? I, I totally agree. I think so. Um, not a lot to say about this one. Uh, we'll, you know, depending on the song, this will go sometimes shorter, sometimes longer. Um, any other thoughts you want to share? I just hope that when we uh, ruffle feathers with our listeners, that they uh, decide to engage in debate with us. And, you know, if you think the action is a five-star song, Tell us, make your case. And I'd, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I, I think you can make a case. Every song is someone's favorite song. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, so I agree with you. I'd love to hear some feedback and thoughts on it, on what worked, what didn't. Uh, so rating. Keeping in mind that this scale for me starts with a really like I would listen to it any day of the week because all of John Hyatt songs are listenable. All of John Hyatt songs are good. I'm not going to like a one star song for this podcast is not uh gosh, think of some bubblegum, horrible pop thing yeah. that you just wouldn't listen to it, A one star song is, you know, for what you hear on the radio, a four star song. So we're going to, well, and I think that's a good point that, 
you know, if we're going to do like we're doing a scale one to five. So if everything is a three, because you don't want to insult it, then we, we really only have a three point scale, a three, four, right. or five. So the idea is that on the context of, you know, one might be a song that you might skip, you mm -hmm. know, uh, you know, going to two to three, you know, five. So, yeah, I, I think that's a very fair kind of setup so that, um, you know, what we may call, you know, a one or a two, some other person doing it might, you know, if we were just grading on a regular scale, right. might be a four, a three or a four. So, all right, with that caveat. With that caveat, and you said it quite well also, Jesse, I, I would give the action a two because I don't skip it very often, but I also don't seek it out to listen to it very often. And it doesn't leave me with that, like, oh man, that's so good feeling when I hear that last note. Yeah. To get ready for this, I had, and by the way, I'm, I'm, I will send it. I've, I'm creating a Spotify playlist that I'm adding the songs that we're reviewing so that, you know, we'll do that. So I had, um, this on repeat today and it it there are songs that I cannot put on repeat right that I would go no no I we can't like okay I'm you know hey can I call in sick this episode right <laughs> you know like no right. Jesse we have to talk about it. but yeah I'm right there with you I think this is a two I think um the guys absolutely look like they're having fun with it I think they were trying to go for something. It doesn't quite work for me. Um, it doesn't emotionally attach me. And I music to me is often emotion. It, yes. it, you know, whether it brings me joy or whether, you know, brings me comfort or, you know, you just listen to song because you want to feel sad. Um, so this does not connect with me emotionally either. So I would go with two as well. Yeah. And that was all very well said. Um, this is a song that, suggests hey do you want to go to the bar and maybe it's just me but my answer is almost always no to that question yeah, so. exactly yeah not. <laughs> so very nice all right so if someone wants to give us feedback how can they they can uh get us on twitter or facebook perfectly good podcasts and of course sylvan and jesse have their individual too but come Join yeah. the discussion on our Facebook page and tweet us. Yes. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we would love for you to go to our Facebook page and like us uh, and follow. Um, I am at Jesse Jackson DFW on Twitter, um, at Perfectly Good PD on uh, Twitter for the podcast, your Twitter. Sylvan Green Eyes. All right. Uh, short but sweet, but we will be back next week with another discussion of a different, hopefully, better Hyatt song if they're all yes. like this it's going to be a really short uh season but I don't think they will be <laughs> no they definitely won't be right. thank you Bye, listeners everyone. thank you Sylvan and have a little faith have a little faith bye bye baby we can come on home put the cow horns back on the Cadillac and change the message on the quarter It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.